Hi, and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. On this program, we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris. Welcome to Polygamy, What Love Is This? I'm your host, Doris Hansen, and our show basically asks the question, how can God's love require the abusiveness of polygamy for salvation when it is Jesus who is our Savior and our salvation? Before we get started on today's show, we just want to mention that anyone who is in polygamy and wants help getting out, or if you know someone that needs help, tell them to give us a call. You can go to our website, shieldandrefuge.org, or call our toll-free number, 877-425-9993, and we hold our conversations in complete confidence. If you want to talk about our show or be a guest, you can email us at email at whatloveisthis.tv or call 385-240-2888, and all of our contact information is on our website. And now I would like to introduce or welcome our co-host, Earl Erskine. Thank you, Doris. Appreciate being here again today. Appreciate having you again and sharing in our yes. our conversations that drill in really to Mormonism. And you know all about that because you were a former member and yeah, a former bishop. Former bishop in the church. For, lived it for 65 years. So, yeah. Yeah, and there, this is going to hit on some of that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. The the primary and the crucial differences between Mormonism, which includes polygamists and biblical Christianity, is that Christians, for, for Christians, the cross of Jesus Christ and Jesus himself is the focus and the means by which we're saved. Jesus Christ is the central person in our experience. Jesus is everything. He did everything we need. He remains in the center of everything every day. Everything is for him and to him and by him and because of him. In Mormonism, Jesus is only a step. Someone who did something for us and we have to do the rest. Jesus is just our elder brother who is working his own eternal progression. Their focus is the church or the group. They toil to please their leaders to do what they say, following commandments of men rather than commandments of God. I recently received an email which is the basis for today's show. I'd like to share it with you. I've been watching your show on YouTube and have a question. Why do some people leave polygamy and then join the Mormon church where polygamy was started? They don't agree with the teachings of Joseph Smith, but join the church that he started. That's a great question. And there's some that do that. There is some Amazing. that do that. And, and it's a very relevant question. Why do people leave a polygamy group and join the LDS church that exalts the polygamist Joseph Smith? A few years ago, we released a DVD entitled Lifting the Veil of Polygamy, from which we want to share a clip where this question was very nicely asked by Howard Mackert. So let's take a look. It's extremely hypocritical for somebody to rant and rave about Warren Jeffs when they're Mormon, because Joseph Smith and Brigham Young did the same things uh, to a worse degree. Mainline Mormonism is very embarrassed by, the, by their polygamous roots, really, by their, their, the beginnings of their religion. They talk nostalgically about Joseph Smith and Brigham Young, 
But uh, boy, that's as far as it goes. Imitating their lives, forget it. Basically, the fundamentalists and the Mormons aren't that different. You guys worship Brigham Young, and yeah, one of his great-great-grandkids is in our school, and you'd think he walked on water, but you wouldn't do what he did. It always blew me away when, if my uh, brothers or sisters, when they left polygamy, and they joined the Mormon church, I'm like, ah, what are you doing? <laughs> if, the tree, if the root's bad, the tree's bad, the branches are bad. If polygamy is wrong, and that's why you left, then why are you going back to Mormonism? I, it just dumbfounded me. I'm like, it's the same thing, boys. You know, it's just whitewashed a little bit. It's just cleaned up a little more socially acceptable than the fundamentalists. You know, if you want to get free, get free. All the way. <laughs> and those are so true comments. Yeah, they are. And it just boggles my mind that people would leave polygamy and then go and join the Mormon church. And as we discuss Mormon polygamy on our show, we must really authenticate Mormonism's founder, Joseph Smith. How credible was he? Uh, how honest and faithful was he? Not just as a spiritual leader, but as a husband. Both Joseph Smith and the Mormon Church claim that he translated gold plates, which had been written in Reformed Egyptian, yeah. which is a non-existent language. But the truth is he actually used a rock in a hat to produce the Book of Mormon, and no translation took place at all. So was Joseph Smith a true prophet who restored a lost Christianity and lost scriptures? If he was, then remaining in a polygamy group is the best thing to do because polygamy came from their Joseph Smith, claiming it was a command from God. Unfortunately, believing that Joseph Smith was a true prophet takes a whole lot of ignoring historical facts about him, not from anti-Mormon literature either, but from their own historical records. The facts reveal that Smith was not a man who could be trusted. He was a deceiver, an adulterer, a conniver, and a playboy. He ordered murders, and he counterfeited money. History shows he took part in many secret sexual dalliances, even with teenage girls and with other men's wives. There are, and these aren't false no. charges no. against an honest and holy man. These are historical facts that even the Mormon church has striven to keep hidden until only recently has begun to admit that they're true after all. Is this the sort of man that you want to follow into eternal life? Now, we must honestly ask the question, why leave polygamy and join the LDS when they are both equally embracing the same Joseph Smith? How can we trust Joseph Smith regarding anything that he claimed to be true when he lied about so many things? The Joseph Smith of the LDS is the same Joseph Smith of polygamy. He's the same Joseph Smith who wrote section 132 of the Doctrine and Covenants and called polygamy an everlasting covenant and that to reject it meant certain damnation. We quote from section 132. This is where your logic is impeccable. For behold, I reveal unto you a new and everlasting covenant. And if ye abide not that covenant, then ye are damned. For no one can reject this covenant and be permitted to enter into my glory. So, the Joseph Smith of the polygamy group wrote this. Live polygamy or be damned. We heard this all of our lives growing up in the polygamy group. And Mormon scripture doesn't change just because you leave polygamy and join the LDS church. It's the same Joseph Smith who gave the law of Sarah. The first wife must give her man permission to take other wives 
or she's a great sinner. We quote again from section 132. A little further in, and again, verily, verily, I say unto you, if any man have a wife who holds the keys of this power, and he teaches her the law of my priesthood as pertaining to these things, then she shall then shall she believe and administer unto him, or she shall be destroyed, saith the Lord your God, for I will destroy her, for I will magnify my name upon all those who receive and abide in my law. Therefore it shall be lawful in me, if she receive not this law, because she did not believe and administer unto him according to my word, and she then becomes the transgressor, and he is exempt from the law of Sarah. That's the Joseph Smith of the LDS Church. And again, the doctrines aren't removed. Uh, and it's the same doctrines that the polygamy teaches. Uh, it's the same Joseph Smith who threatened Emma that she would be destroyed if she refused to allow him to take other women unto his bed. Again, from section 132. And I command mine handmaid, Emma Smith, to abide and cleave unto my servant Joseph and to none else. And if she will not abide this commandment, she shall be destroyed, saith the Lord. For I am the Lord thy God, and will destroy her if she abide not in my law. Wow. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, clear there. Those who leave a polygamy group generally want to leave behind the horrible lifestyle and the abuse and the religious lies and the favoritism that is so rampant in polygamy groups. And when they leave, it creates a void that needs to be filled. And sometimes that void is embraced. I mean, they got out. But sometimes the void is filled with substitute like drugs, a wild and crazy life, alcohol, all of these, or even more. Sometimes their substitute is another religion. And too many times that religion is the LDS Church. They often rely upon familiarity or feelings to determine truth. And Mormonism readily fills the bill for them. But the Joseph Smith of the LDS Church is the same Joseph Smith of the polygamy groups. The same Joseph Smith who produced his own scriptures, which is more important to them than the Bible, even more important than what Jesus himself taught. For instance, <laughs> Jesus taught very clearly there are no marriages in heaven. We quote for Luke. Yeah, Luke 10, 20, 35. But those who are considered worthy of taking part in that age and in the resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage. All of Mormonism rejects what yes. Jesus said about marriage. Yes, they do. There is absolutely no evidence from science or biblical or world history that support Mormon claims. The Smithsonian Institute has issued statements that archaeology confirms biblical history. In fact, professional archaeologists will use the Bible to assist them in their work. But the Smithsonian has also issued a statement regarding the Book of Mormon, and it is damaging to its reliability. And Let's you know, read it. Yeah, yeah, and what's interesting is that everybody, all the people that are, pre are sharing the gospel and as missionaries in the Mormon church, probably the polygamy group, they just automatically say, yes, there's all kinds of archaeological evidence for mm -hmm. the Book of Mormon. Yeah, they do. So here's they the Smithsonian it. Institution mm -hmm. has never used the Book of Mormon in any way as a scientific guide. Smithsonian archaeologists see no direct connection between the archaeology of the New World and the subject matter of the book. In 1989, Michael Ammons wrote to the National Geographic Society requesting information on the Book of Mormon and archaeology. The Society replied in a letter dated April 26, 1989. 
Neither the Society nor any other institution of equal prestige has ever used the Book of Mormon in locating archaeological sites, although many Mormon sources claim that the Book of Mormon has been substantiated by archaeological findings. This claim has not been verified scientifically. So they're making those claims from the top of their hat. They're, right. they're, it absolutely is no basis for it. Right. 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 Now, God gave us our minds, and Jesus said that we are supposed to love God with all of our minds. He never expects us to hand our minds over to someone else and let them dictate our thinking, and we just take a leap of blind faith based on false revelations from an immoral prophet and never check out what we're taught. It's the same Joseph Smith who used his position as a spiritual leader to convince married women to become his secret wives. It's the same Joseph Smith who seduced and married girls as young as 14, 15, and 16 years old, promising them eternal life in exchange for sharing his bed. It's the same Joseph Smith, the one who wrote in the Book of Mormon that the more righteous you are, the whiter your skin becomes. He's the same false prophet, the same deceiver, the same racist, the same playboy. The same Joseph Smith who broke his wife's heart by teaching and practicing plural marriage. So why leave a polygamy group and join the LDS religion started by the same Joseph Smith? It's the same Book of Mormon. It's the same Doctrine and Covenants. It's the same Doctrine and Covenants 132. It's the same works, works, works salvation scheme contradicting the Bible's message of grace, grace, grace. The same plural marriage that the first seven presidents of the LDS Church practiced themselves and preached was required for eternal life and was a forever commandment. One, there's thousands of Mormons that have exited the LDS church because they discovered the truth about its history and about Joseph Smith and about the cover-ups that the LDS have perpetrated on its own members since its very beginning. And they're still doing it and still getting by with it. And members do not hold their leadership accountable for truth. Why leave polygamy and go right back into the same religious errors by joining Joseph Smith's LDS Church? Instead of loving God with all their minds, they love their church with all their minds. We have some valid questions challenging LDS claims that both LDS members and polygamy group members should ask and should research outside of church-authorized material to find answers to these questions. The first question is about the Word of Wisdom. I had to chuckle about these next couple. Why is only part of the Word of Wisdom emphasized and other parts ignored? I wonder why. The, the part forbidding... The rationalizing that goes on there <laughs> yeah, is terrific. Exactly. <laughs> the, the part that forbids eating meat except for in winter, cold, or famine is totally ignored. Yeah. It's the same Joseph Smith who devised the word of wisdom in direct opposition to Jesus, who in Mark 7 told us all foods were clean. Our next question is about the original Book of Mormon. Yeah, and if the original 1830 Book of Mormon was inspired, then why were there so many errors and changes in additions and deletions when compared to current editions of the Book of Mormon? It's a good question. It's a valid question. And they're making a recent one, too, again. So, yeah, yeah it, it just they, it keeps many changes. Over 4,000 changes have been made to the original 1830 Book of Mormon. And they're not minor punctuation changes either, but actual doctrines that affect eternity. They've changed who God is and who He isn't. Uh, God hasn't changed, but Mormonism has changed God. 
The next question is about the translation. Yeah, how can we be assured that the translation of the Book of Mormon into other languages is correct? Well, Joseph Smith had no way to prove if even his initial Book of Mormon was a correct translation because there was nothing to test it with. Now, the Bible has thousands, even tens of thousands of yeah. manuscripts that, by we can test the accuracy of translation. Zero with the Book of Mormon. The next question is about polygamy. <laughs> yeah, why was Joseph Smith still preaching against polygamy in October of 1843 after he got his revelation in July 1843 commanding the practice of polygamy? A lot of years have yeah. gone by there. The fact is, Joseph Smith lied about polygamy from the beginning to the day of his death. He lied about it to the church, to the public, and to his wife, Emma. Mm -hmm. The next one is from Genesis. Yeah, this is good. In Genesis 3.21, God rejected the fig leaf aprons which Adam and Eve made to cover themselves. Why do Mormons teach against God by using fig leaf aprons in the secret temple ceremonies? So they're essentially, it is amazing, they're, they're essentially taking God's rejection upon themselves yeah. because God rejected the fig leaf coverings. We don't even think about that. And one thing is we know that he rejected them and then placed skins of animals on, on them, mm -hmm. which of course required the shedding of blood, shedding which of was blood. a symbol of, of Christ. And coming. the shedding of blood is the only thing that can cover sins. Yeah. And those fig leaves were rejected. And I sat there with that little green fig leaf on yeah, for, yeah. oh gosh. And what's amazing about all that too is the only thing that Jesus cursed when he was here was the fig tree. Isn't that Ooh, interesting? Very, very symbolic. Isn't it is. It? Yeah. I think it's very symbolic. Yeah. But they don't. They don't get that. They that doesn't connect. They no. don't connect the dots. Mormonism teaches that. Jesus is our example, and to follow him means we learn to live as he lived, and he was perfect, and so we can work hard to become perfect like him. And they quote Matthew chapter 5, verse 48 as proof that God expects us to be perfect. So, let's read that verse. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. And then, they go about making up their own rules on how to become perfect, and ignore what Jesus said to do in order to become perfect in Matthew 19. Yeah, a little hard here. <laughs> Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, go sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Now, it's very clear what Jesus said. If you want to be perfect, do yeah. this. It doesn't say live polygamy. It doesn't say live the word of wisdom. It doesn't say go to the temple. Right. It doesn't say any of those things. But instead of, instead of, 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 of obeying what it says there, both the polygamy group and the LDS demand your money as fire insurance, which directly opposes God's free gift of grace. Mm -hmm. Jesus actually did model an example of a perfect life. However, he did not come to show us how to copy his way of life so we could become perfect. Jesus came to be the Lamb of God, to pay for our sins with his own life and with his own blood. Jesus was first and foremost and most importantly, the Savior. He came to save us, not to show us how to earn eternal life. He came to do the work for our eternal life. Our part in this is to believe it and trust only him and stop following teachings of people like Joseph Smith. Following a church of works is spiritual suicide. Following Jesus is life. 
for LDS or polygamists to believe and behave as though our works earned us what Jesus suffered and died for is effectively telling him, we don't want you, we don't need you, we'll do it ourselves and we'll do it our way. Ooh. That's Mormonism. But somebody came to ask Jesus that question yeah. and what did he say? In John 6. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we, we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him who he, whom he hath sent. The I work, love that scripture. It is. It's yeah. a wonderful scripture. And there, there's a lot of scriptures that are great. And this is one of those real yeah. great ones. Because for people who want to work, Coming from, you came from a works-oriented sure. religion. I did. And, and we just feel like we need to do something in order to prove ourselves worthy or, or be um, acceptable. Yep. And the only work is to have faith in Jesus and what he's done for us. Yeah. That's all. And we do the works because we love him and, and love our fellow men. And we will do good works and be, provide, or do fruit produce fruit, mm -hmm. but uh, it's not to be saved. Right. It's just because we love. And it's not to make him love us. No, we can't do that. We can't do that. His love is... We can't earn our way. Or we get enough credits or put God in our debt. That it, was a big one for me. That, and that's what they taught. That's exactly. Yeah. And in fact, that's what my mother taught, that that when you live the life of, in a polygamy group, when you die, you have earned your salvation and God owes it to you. Well, the Doctrine and Covenants teaches that you're bound when you do what I say. Uh -huh, so we, yeah. we tie God up we, <laughs> when yeah. we do what he says because we put him in our debt. And that just is, that is so unbiblical and so not grace. Both the LDS and polygamists claim the way to heaven is to do, do, do and yeah. <laughs> keep on doing more. So works is Joseph Smith's way. So why, why leave polygamy who believes that and join the Mormon church who believes that? But God's way is grace alone, so that anyone could make it by faith alone. God hasn't made it hard to, to get into his heaven. He's made it as easy for anybody uh, as is possible. Whereas if it was works, then of course, that yeah. makes it more difficult. Yeah. So why leave a polygamy group and go into a religion with identical history, identical teachings, identical scriptures, and identical false prophet? So when you do leave a polygamy group, don't follow a religion and their set of rules. Just follow Jesus and receive eternal life through the grace that he freely gives us. Galatians 5.1 explains it this way. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And the yoke of slavery is works. That's right. Religious works. And the burden that, that, come, that comes with that. There's mm -hmm. no freedom. There's no, there is no freedom. No. You're, you're tied up to do what that religion yeah. and the leadership says you must do. And most of the time, compare it to the Bible, and it won't. Well, and you're either compare. guilty because you're not doing enough, or you're proud because you are doing enough. That's right. And, uh, and those are both not godlike. God accepted by God, <laughs> not by works, so no one can boast, the Bible says. Yeah. So God wants us to be free. He, he wants us to be free from religious works that both the polygamy uh, groups and the LDS church burden our members with. And Jesus, or I should say, but Jesus, invites us all into his rest, is Matthew eleven twenty eight. Yeah. 
Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's such a beautiful invitation. Yes. And, and taking the yoke of Jesus, he's already done our works for us. He just kindly and gently leads us his way. And we can have rest for our souls because we know that by doing it Jesus's way, we have eternal life as a gift, not as works. And that is not the LDS way or the polygamy way. So the question remains, why live a, leave a polygamy group and join the LDS Church? It's the same Joseph Smith and the same abusive religious dictatorship. Now, as a former bishop, yeah. what, what would you add to this? I mean, you were in a works... Well, I was, and I think the grace is a concept, and I've interviewed a lot of people, as you know, and none of us really had a concept of this gift of grace. And we just don't understand that grace is a free gift, which is actually a redundancy, free gift. Yeah, how can something so wonderful be free? <laughs> well, because he, he loves us so much that he paid for it, but, but the idea that he gave us a gift and then he expects us to pay for it yeah, or to earn our way. That can't it, work. It, it can't be a gift and be, uh, yeah, just as... A few years ago, I was in Manti yeah. and... Um, I was. I met the bishop there. I don't know if it's the same one now, but it was a few years ago, very quickly. And he discovered I had been from a polygamy group, and he came and sat alone, shook my hand, and he says, I understand from your polygamy group. And I said, yeah, the Kingston group. And he says, you left? I said, yeah, I left. I gratefully am out of it. And he said, did you join the Mormon church? And I said, <laughs> oh, no, it's the same Joseph Smith. And he rolled his eyes and walked away. Oh, my goodness. That was very rude of him. <laughs> but it's the same very, Joseph Smith. But very telling. <laughs> Yeah, very telling, very exactly. Telling. They try to separate themselves if they can. They absolutely but, do. But both it's in their a, mind. And it's in, the same Joseph Smith, the yeah. same doctrine, the same polygamy, yeah. that their first seven presidents. And by the way, this is the first of several shows that we're going to do to ask the question, yeah. why leave polygamy and join the LDS Church when it's the same Joseph Smith? And we do this because we really want our viewers to think and research outside uh, of sanitized Mormon literature. <laughs> so... Be in tune for that. So thanks again, Earl, my for, pleasure. for being thanks here and, and for helping out. Thank you. you. Oh, thanks. my goodness. Uh, you know, people who leave polygamy are understandably hesitant to embrace another religious system. They've been burned so badly with lies about God and the Bible that they just tend to throw it all away. Or they'll be absorbed into the contemporary Mormon church because it's familiar. But we want those who escape polygamy to know that God is not the God that polygamy taught us about. Jesus Christ is God and God himself has done our works for us. And trusting him and resting in his works is the only way that he will ever consider us righteous. That's the biblical gospel. Heaven is a gift given through God's grace alone and Jesus paid for it. It is granted only to those who will trust him exclusively and no religious works of any kind accepted. God accepts those who follow Jesus Christ and not those who are following Joseph Smith. Thank you for watching. God bless. This has been the audio podcast edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? This program is a production of A Shield and Refuge Ministry and Main Street Church of Brigham City. 
You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.